Here because it's still race week, uh, so we're recapping last Sunday's uh, Portuguese Grand Prix. Oh, I forgot to pull up the re- the like full name. Uh, name. <laughs> Portimao. Yeah, Portimao. Um, where is the? Oh, I'm so messing this up. Formula <laughs> One Heineken Grand Primo de Portugal 2021. Um, yes. So, Ian, how? was your race week uh it was a good one man um i had a lot of fun watching the race um it wasn't exactly what i wanted it to be um but it was a good one there was uh there was some fun surprises um i'm glad that it was very competitive um and then after you know after week uh what was that week four or week three rather Mm -hmm. um after week three we're you know we're starting to really learn a lot about the field in general um and there's there's a lot of exciting things that uh that that i'm excited to talk about excited 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 honestly this is the best part of my day uh (laughs) ryan and i were talking before this we've both had such long days and like it's so dope that it's like okay at the end of it at least all I have to do is talk to my buddy about race cars. And like in a few days, we get to watch race cars again. Yeah. And then we get to talk about race cars again. Then we get to talk about race cars again. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, man, how did you like it? What did you think of the race? Uh, I thought it was really exciting. I'm like not used to um, having to pay like super close attention to the front of the field. And that alone makes the season super exciting. Like this is, the F1 season I have always wanted, even though, again, if I like, I would much rather be Verstappen a little bit ahead of Hamilton at this point already in the season, but I'm not going to complain too much. I do think that if you didn't watch the race and you just looked at the times and you see Verstappen and Bottas a half second behind Hamilton, you miss a huge chunk of the story because that only happened because they both pitted on the final laps to try to go for the final lap extra point yeah same for Perez as well oh yeah right right same for yes well because he had to he he had to pit but then he pit again oh right that's right so far ahead yeah he pit again with like two or three laps left to get fastest lap and then Bottas pit to get fastest lap and then Max beat him but they took it away from him because of track limits which seems to be a Red Bull issue and not a Mercedes issue yeah, and because it's so precise and they don't always do a good job of showing the like where the track limit violation was on TV, I just feel skeptical. Like I know Max also had a track limits issue and a, and a traffic issue in qualifying uh, last week. So, you know, but it, it really seems to come up for Red Bull. Also doesn't seem to come up for Lando Norris as Checo was protesting for the first like, yeah. 10 laps of this race. Yeah, doesn't come up for Lando, doesn't come up for it's it seems to be uh the Red Bull crutch this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty unfortunate because it did it did cost other than the fastest lap for him this week, for Max this week, um and I a potential poll, if I'm not mistaken, for this week, mm-hmm. uh or yep. this past week, I should say. It also cost him a win a couple weeks ago. So, uh, you know, so it's, I mean, it's hard to say that it's not a little sketchy, but, um, you know, I suppose, I suppose it is what it is. That's, uh, that's racing for you. And, and that's what 
we're going to get. So. You know, and I, I feel like a common refrain you hear about sports, especially that are at such a high performing level, that it's like whoever makes the least amount of mistakes ends up winning. Yeah. Uh, and so if Red Bull is still going to make these mistakes, that gives the advantage to Mercedes or at least to, or at least to Hamilton. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a great way of putting it. Uh, so this race started with, uh, I have in my notes here, Kimmy makes a mistake. Um, <laughs> did he make a mistake or did he just not feel like racing? I mean, that is certainly possible. <laughs> because a, a big part of me feels like he was just like, I don't, I don't want it today. And just, you know, tore his wing off. And which he, I think he probably could have made it all the way around the track and put a new front wing on and instead just drove into the gravel and was like, well, fuck it, I'm done. I did see the front left was on top of the wing. Uh, okay. So, so that, up. yeah. So I, I don't think, I actually don't think he could have made it all the way around. Uh, but oh, okay. I do think that he was like, oh, there's a service road here. I'm going to drive in a direct line across yeah, this right. gravel toward it. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. I'm over uh, it for today. You know, I was. I, I don't, I don't know how you feel about, um, on that note, uh, what the, they have been calling for uh, the safety car. It seems like it was out a bit long, and those tires were getting pretty cold pretty fast. Um, how did, what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, there was a lot of debris on the track, which obviously is the main reason for a safety car as opposed to a virtual safety car. But on the other hand, I agree with you. I feel like they almost need to adjust some of the safety car stuff for when it's this early in the like based on the weather. And like, hey, it's cool out. You should we should not run the safety car for as long because it it I feel like it messed up everybody's tire strategy. Yeah, I mean they said that the the track was over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Um but the air was only like 60, something like mid. High, mid to high 60s but even that being said you know everybody was so it was so important to get those mediums warm and for the people that were on stops to get them moving but there was i mean tires this week felt so goofy to me like you had ferrari with their terrible strategy of pitting their soft and then their medium right after but they put uh they they put um signs on mediums on like the 22nd lap yeah which didn't work for him at all no. they put leclerc on the hearts and it worked out great for him uh but they you know it didn't work out well for science at all as we saw at the end of the race when he just lost like five or six spots in a row but then again you have checo who was in the lead on lap like 50 on the <laughs> same mediums he started on Yep. So, so the tire is like, I mean, because you were saying it last week on the pod, you were like, oh, I think I know what questions to ask now. Like, I'm enough of a fan that I know to ask questions about the tires. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck to ask about tires this week. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like, especially this was a weird one. Um, one of the like things I want to talk to you about after this recap proper comes from Checo's whole situation in in this where. You know, he was just out there doing his thing. I know that, like, he has a reputation for being the best at tire management. Honestly, I don't know how, like, I don't know how tire management actually works. Like, I can't comprehend driving an F1 car fast enough to make, to, to like, even when I'm driving my own car, I'm like, am I going hard on these tires that I want to <laughs> last for, like, three years because tires are way too fucking expensive? Yeah, like, right. Like, I don't want to replace my tires unless I have to, but like, you know, other than like skidding to a stop, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to save tires. Like, I think, yeah, I think they make normal people tires to, you know, to handle shit that's not an F1 car. Like, the thing is, when you're, when you're <laughs> swinging a car, when you're swinging a car around a hairpin corner, at like 70 miles an hour and the downforce on the car is so hard that like it can do that you know That's those true. tires are going to get chewed up 
fast. That's, that's yeah. true. I usually only take hairpins at like 35, 45 miles an hour. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's super CRV. fun. <laughs> yeah, right. It's super fun to take like a, an exit ramp when they put down new asphalt mm-hmm. and you go in a little quick at like 40 and it's like, like you hear your tires start to go and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and like my cup falls over or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, gee, forces, you know, but like, I think, I think my tires laugh at me for finding joy in that and in reality uh yeah f1 pirelli pirelli's doing something right i really want to buy pirelli tires but i think they'll get stolen uh i almost did when i got uh tires but they were literally like twice as much as the michelin tires that i got yeah they're they're expensive and i was like i can't justify that because again, so what was I, I drive a you know it's a CRV it's not anything that's sporty yeah. like remotely sporty I <laughs> yeah bro I would get I would get Pirellis on my 2013 Civic <laughs> that that isn't cool it's just like normal like I'm like a mom Civic like a lone it's a lonely dude Civic it's funny because I feel like the impression that people have of race fans is that we're like all like car obsessed people and like i like cars a lot i think cars are great they're totally amazing one of my favorite things in the whole world like but when it comes to actually owning a car i'm just like i just go into like super practical like dad mode and i'm like all right what's going to give me the most value and how long yeah make this thing last oh 100 dude it's like how cheap is this and how well am i going to be able to maintain it to get me back and forth to work every day like when i have money money I, I a thousand percent am going to get some like rad go-karts and build a go-kart track in my giant backyard. Like that's, that's on my list of things to do. <laughs> when you get that Netflix so, money. Yeah, dude. So like when you come over and like everybody comes over, like, hey, you guys want to go raise go-karts? Like, fuck it. Let's, let's go right now. Uh, you know? I, well, I was looking on eBay over the weekend. I was like, can I buy like a seventies or eighties car for like 500 bucks and then Sick. just like rebuild it? And I would learn, definitely go over your house and rebuild your car. And like, just learn about cars that way. You know yeah, I mean? right. That would um, be so much fun. So but yeah, that, so that might happen. But anyway, what was topic. the, <laughs> yeah, we're, way, we're so far off topic. Uh, what was some of your, I want to go over the questions I asked you from last week. But before I do that, um, give me your high and low from last week. Um, let's see. So my high from last week is, um, is seeing Checo uh, up in the top four, where he belongs, doing his job, like earning that seat, having a good qualifying, having a good race. Um, you know, he ultimately was my driver of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was very, very happy to see that. Uh, and I think my, my low light, and this, this is going to sound horrible because I'm just, I'm already tired talking about it. But it's Nikita Mazepin finishing like a minute and a half behind, not the leader, but the uh, but Nicholas Latifi, the guy in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, and I would probably, I would argue that the Haas is probably a faster car than the Williams. Well, I mean, Schumacher showed that. At the end, Schumacher uh, stayed in it and passed Latifi in the last couple laps, so. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's super embarrassing. We, we talked about this on the last episode too. That's why I'm like, I don't want to get too far into it, but like, it's just, it's embarrassing. I feel like it's embarrassing for Formula One because it's clearly this person who doesn't belong there. It's like if, if like if my dad were super rich and he bought like an English soccer team and he was like, you have to make my son a goalie. And I'd be like, I mean, I played soccer in like high school. Like I can, I know yeah. how the game works. Like I'm not on that <laughs> level. I'm not, you know, like yeah. who the fuck am I kidding? Yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get hit with the ball. It's right. just gonna go back. Yeah. Um, my high was uh, Alpine Alpine, um, finishing seven eight. Uh, yeah. Really cool to see Ocon and Alonso seven eight. Um, Ocon had. Uh, great qualifying he qualified in the top 10 i think he qualified what sixth um yeah he qualified sixth and finished seventh which is awesome for him um and alonzo qualified in 13th and finished eighth um great to see them 
it seems like at least last week starting to get uh, at Portimao starting to get a little bit more comfortable with that car. Mm-hmm. Great to see another team coming in. That's not, you know, because I mean, as much as I like Alpha Tauri, uh, haven't seen anything from them this year. Um, Gasly is great, but just hasn't, he just hasn't shown up yet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's finishing in the points, but he's not, he's not like Aston Martin, which is terrible this year. Aston yeah. Martin's not doing anything. Um, Williams and Haas aren't doing anything. We don't really expect to see them in the top 10, but, um, you know, it's, it's nice to see, uh, Alpine finish seven, eight. I was really excited about that. My low was, uh, Ferrari's tire management. Um, yeah. As much as I say, I don't know. I don't know how they were figuring out what tires were doing what last week. I'm pretty sure I would have known that if I was pulling signs in on like the 22nd lap out of 66, that I was going to put them on hards and not mediums uh, for a one-stop strategy. Yeah. And I, I don't understand why they put him on mediums. Man, it was heartbreaking to watch him for the last five or 10 laps, just completely go backwards. I mean, he was probably going to finish seventh or eighth mm-hmm. um, and ended up finishing 11th out of the points. And it yeah. was just like, as a Ferrari fan, it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, and it's, you know, it was cool to see uh, Alpine get double points for their finish. Um, Mm -hmm. It was real, you know, it it was cool to see them come alive. Uh, I, you know, Ferrari still continues to be a disappointment on that that note. But, you know, I got to give a shout out to McLaren, too, because they're the only only team to have double points finishes for all three races so far, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and that's great. It seems like Ricardo is still... Uh, really trying to get comfortable with that car. Um, he's even said it himself in, in one of his more serious moments. He's kind of popped in there like, this is like, it's, it's a lot harder to get used to this car than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a little bit more limited testing time. Uh, but even still, like for somebody who is openly saying like, I'm not really comfortable in this car yet, for him to be finishing in the points every week uh, is yep. something really special. And man, Lando is having a season. Lando's doing great. He is um, nipping at the he heels. Is, he's the real deal. Like, I feel like last year we were like, oh, Lando, like, cool kid. Like, I want to see, like, he's going to have a long career ahead of him. But he's, he reminds me of Leclerc in 2019, where it was like, yeah. whoa, this kid came out of nowhere and he's just tearing it up. And it, it's really cool to see him, you know, he's sitting comfortably at, third in the points he's five points ahead of Bottas which is like oh yeah and what's know. really cool is when you look at the finishers uh in in Portimao uh obviously we had Hamilton Verstappen Bottas top three Perez fourth um with which how old is Checo not young I think he's like, yeah I think he, I think he's like not 30 yet though right Right. I mean, not young by like racing car drivers. Right, 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 right. But uh, I don't he's, think he's, he's 31. Like, 31. Okay. Yeah. So what I was going to say is like, when you look at the top 10 and it's like, who's going to be here in five years? Verstappen, maybe Checo, maybe not, but Verstappen for sure. Mm-hmm. Norris, Leclerc, Ocon, and Gasly out of the top 10. Because Ricardo's getting up there in years also. I don't know if he's got another five in him. Yeah, but Hamilton on. will be gone. Bottas will be gone. Perez, maybe Alonso, obviously, right. uh, and Ricardo. But like, you look at that top five, and it's like, oh, in five years, we're going to be watching Verstappen, Norris, Leclerc, Ocon, and Gasly battle it out. Like, that's sick, dude. And like a couple of guys who probably haven't been born yet. No. <laughs> to note, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I mean, I think Yuki will be up there. Oh, yeah, for Yuki this week, but um. You know, I think he's got a bright future. But anyway, uh, yeah, those Ru- are, Ru- thought, you know, it'll be Russell and Yuki at Mercedes. Dude, what? <laughs> I would throw up. <laughs> or or when, when Lewis retires, Mercedes just contacts Max and they're like, we're going to give you all the money you want to win the next eight championships in a row. And he'll be like, all right. I've, I have heard people say that. And I do think that 
Verstappen values championships more than loyalty. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. And I don't blame hell him. That's yeah. not that's not a critique. I'm just saying, like flat out. Like I just think that, yeah, that no, is straight up. He's know. gonna he's gonna go win championships. And the minute Mercedes is like, you know, you know, sit in the Mercedes, he'll be like, yep. And he will get in that fucking car and drive. Didn't he steal Latifi's girlfriend and ride? Yeah. Yeah. So like. <laughs> he'll straight up he'll straight up be like yeah bye christian and christian will be like yeah but we were so close and he'll be like oh have fun still being close for the next bunch of years yeah i'm gonna go beat the shit out of you in a mercedes yep and then once i retire we'll hang out and it'll, it'll all be cool and yeah. we'll get over it and toto will be like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> toto's <laughs> eyes will just like glow red from as the like terminator glow <laughs> it's so punk rock Come so if you uh, want to win championships that's <laughs> what his t-shirt's gonna say and oh, we should make like, we should make toto wolf terminator t-shirts hell yeah dude i'm in i'm All absolutely right. gonna do it 100 <laughs> percent uh so the questions i asked you last week for portamao uh which we have very clear answers for number one last year's set, uh lewis set the record for most wins this year does he get his 100th poll the answer was a resounding no Bottas got him, got him for the pole. Uh, yeah, Mister, you know, uh, Bottas is a very big, big player on Saturday. Yeah, man, big, big player. And uh, the second question you already answered. I think it was your question as well last week. Uh, does Checo redeem himself? Resounding yes. Sure did. I think that fourth place finish looked uh, looked great on him. He got driver of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they kind of knew, I think when they kept him out there, as long as they did on those tires, I think they, and he knew that he was going for fourth place. Oh like, yeah. It was and sort of across the board. It was like, okay, I'm going to be fourth today. I and think once he, it. once he got past Lando and they were like, okay, now you're part of the calculus of pit stop strategy, you know, undercut, overcut, reacting to Mercedes. Like that's what they want him there is to be part of that top four, you know, and Uh the configuration of that top four could be different every race. You know, if Bottas drops out, like if there was, there was definitely a way for Checo to end up on the podium uh, in third. I think there was, but I think that they, I think Christian really at this point still he he thought that Max was gonna beat Lewis this mm-hmm. week. I think. Yeah, I think we all and, did, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't until kind of kind of late in the race, you know, when there was maybe five or so laps left, where it was just like he's just not gonna catch him. Like, yeah, the pace just wasn't quite there. Uh, even though yeah. it was, even though it seemed like it was there on Saturday, it just wasn't for qualifying. It just wasn't quite there. I just mean like Bottas having that weird sensor issue where he lost yeah. like five or 10 seconds. If that had been a, a bit more serious or if that had been like a flat tire, then oh, Checo would have been it, man. Right. Checo would have mm-hmm. been on the podium. No question. So did you, uh, did you hear how Max clapped back at Nico Rosberg? No, I did not hear about that. Oh, uh, dude. So Nico uh, being Nico, like, <laughs> I think it's so funny because like every single race, he has to acknowledge that he once raced and won a championship. Uh, Nico Rosberg. I, I like, I really do like him. But it is, it is like that guy that peaked in high school where like yeah. every time you talk to him, he's like relating a sort of, oh, like this one time, like coach and I, we were like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, dude, yeah. I get it. You played high school football. Like, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah, great job. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> won a championship. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I wasn't even the, into the sport yet, but I, I take your word for it that, you know. Yeah, great job. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't need to hear, like, it's always, he just said, anyway. So he said some <laughs> shit about like, uh, like, I think now Max is starting to realize how good Lewis truly is and how perfect he has to be to beat him. And like in a press conference, somebody was like, Max, did you hit? And he was like, yeah, I don't need Nico to tell me how good Lewis is. You don't win eight championships if you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> it's like, you know, I know that there are people out there that are like, oh yeah, like I'm, we've, we've, tiptoed close to this of being like oh you put anybody in a mercedes they're going to compete but i don't necessarily think as the existence of valtteri bottas proves out 
that doesn't mean you win championships. Like, and yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is what's really going to come down to it. And I think why, in my mind, Lewis is still the favorite for the season is that, like, Max can win races, but Lewis knows how to win a championship. And like, one yeah. of the things I love about auto racing, um, and why I really hate that NASCAR changed to this like chase for the pay, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, uh, it's, they're it's like playoff, playoff system, though, right? It ruined, like, what's great about motorsport, it's about consistency. It's about being good and being out there. Like, it's like being McLaren, where it's like, we're getting points every week. Like, that's how Mm -hmm. McLaren's going to finish the season in third. Not by, you know, Ferrari could win two races this year, and McLaren could easily still beat them in the points. Oh, they're they're stretching their lead. Yeah. Stretching their lead for sure. Um, Which goes right into the third question I asked you, Ferrari or McLaren? And uh, McLaren won that competition this week big time yep um i think if they had better tire management with with signs and he finished in eighth like he should have um they would have tied for points they both both teams would have gotten 12 mm-hmm. um but norris is you know I th- this is the third week in a row he's finished in front of leclerc uh he's been consistently faster and mm-hmm. um Ricardo, uh, signs. I think I'm not taken back what I said last week after the first two. I think signs still looks really comfortable in that car. I think he should have finished higher than he did, and that wasn't his fault. That was a poor call on tires. Um, because he had a hell of a race, he raced a great race, and they just you know, the, the poor the poor call on tires, uh, really screwed him. But he was still on the lead lap and uh, still had a good showing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Norris is Norris is killing it, man. And Danny looks like week after week, he looks like he's getting a little bit more comfortable in that car. Uh, yeah, and so. and I would argue that Ricardo, even though he feels like he's struggling and he doesn't, he isn't quite where he wants to be. I still think he's picking up more or less where he left off with Renault in terms of like consistent yeah. performance. Like his driving style is like just very. Like not uh, relaxed for Ricardo, not relaxed like Bottas relaxed, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because relaxed Ricardo is probably still more aggressive than Bottas. Oh, Um, by far. So it's good to see him out there. There's there's a confidence there. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I think Ricardo is easily. It's easy to say that he's a um, champion level driver. Agreed. Agreed. And it's really just. It's it's one of those where like some guys just have careers like that where they never quite they can never quite match their talent to the situation, you know. Like there are great football players or you know especially in team sports. Like there's there's great athletes out there that may have never won a championship because they just weren't in the right place at the right time to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that he's he's going to go down for a long time as. Uh is being a legendary driver yeah um, i mean it's, I, I wish i knew basketball better because it's like you know it's fair to say that lewis hamilton is like the michael jordan of formula one and so it's like you know there when that, the bulls had that run in the 90s there were plenty of amazing basketball players on other teams that never won a championship because yeah. they just weren't or like at the, like football man like jim yeah. kelly right who, yeah through for the for the bills and Four lost. Super Bowls and lost yeah. every time, and then like, lost four Super Bowls. You know, is couple, what it is. yeah, you know, uh, Dan Marino is another one. Like, yeah. just some of the some of the greatest players couldn't make the championship happen through no fault of their own. They did whatever they right. could do, and yeah. you know that happens sometimes. Um, fourth question that you were way right on, and I was way wrong on. Wait, uh, was what? Oh, I just said sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, does is Bottas top five? Um, yeah, I I really thought he wasn't going to be able to show up this week, and not only did he get the pole, but he finished third. I'm not happy uh, about being right, by the way. Like, I'm I happy about you. being right, but I, you know, I would much rather have seen Checo on the podium. I get it. Um, <laughs> it's got to be disappointing though to be him and to get the pole and to know that you're capable of being the faster car on the track and then just not being able to do it for, for that many, um, that many laps. And then 
that goes right into the uh, the last question of who's in the lead after this week, uh, both driver and constructor. Uh, you said Mercedes for both. Um, I thought that uh, Mercedes that that Lewis would be in the lead, but Red Bull would would get their just desserts. They did not yet, um, but that's not to say that they're not close. They are they are crazy close uh, as mm-hmm. we go forward. Lewis with 69 points, Max Verstappen with 61 after the third race. That's uh, that's kind of insane to think about. Um, and then Lando's in third with 37. Yeah, uh, like I said, and he's well ahead. I mean, he's five points ahead of Bottas, which is amazing. Five points ahead of Bottas, yeah. And then Bottas is only uh, four ahead of Leclerc. Uh, and then like, yeah, we were talking about Danny Ricardo and, and not sure where he is. Dude's in seventh place. He's got 16 points. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty solid. So I think, uh, I love that Esteban Ocon's ninth. Um, I know that I said Pierre Gasly hasn't really shown up yet this year. I still don't think he has, but he's in seventh, but then like, I kind of, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to wonder who that other team is going to be because you're looking at Mercedes is going to be in the top 10 all year. Red yeah. Bull is going to be in the top 10 all year. So that's four spots gone. Mm-hmm. McLaren, if they keep it up, they're going to be in the top 10 all year. So that's the top six drivers. Ferrari, if they get their shit together with tires, is going to be the top 10 all year. That's the top eight cars. Yep. And then after that, like Alpine really showed up this week, whether or not they're able to continue that, you know, that's kind of up to them. But then like Alpha Tauri and Aston Martin are just not there. They're just, I mean, like at that point, how do you get any points to finish in the top 10 when you have four teams that are that strong? Like you're fighting for seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Like that's your, that's your target. And those are going to be hard targets to hit for the other, uh, other six teams. Yeah. I mean, it really does feel like we have, like we've talked about before, we have, it's not just the front, the midfield, and the back. There's definitely the front, the back, and there's like three tiers of midfield, sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for it's, sure. It, but it, I like that everybody has at least one team that they're like almost evenly matched with, and they'll be battling back and forth all season. Yeah, that seems to be what it is. It seems to be like Williams and Haas are going to be in a fist fight. Um, Aston Martin and Alfa Romeo are going to be really going back and forth. Um, Alpha Tauri and Alpine, uh, I think are going to look good together all year. Ferrari and McLaren are going to look good together all year. Mm-hmm. And then Mercedes Red Bull, that's going to pretty much be the, the shakedown that we're watching each week. Um, so yeah, man, I, uh, I really loved Portimao. Uh, it was a great weekend. And now after Portimao, we are getting ready to go to the Formula One Aramco Grand Premio de España 2021. Well, before we get to that, I want to run through our, our predictions. Oh, that's right. First. You do have predictions and news. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no I worries. was trying to avoid them because you were so right. I was so wrong. Well, uh, we both predicted Hamilton to get the pole. We were both wrong. Uh, yeah. We both predicted a Max Lewis 1-2 with me picking Bottas in third and Checo, you picking Checo in third. So... Uh, Technically, I'm the only one that we got one of those positions right. Uh, as Bottas <laughs> finished third, Lewis won the race, Hamilton came in second. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I also got my wild card wrong, uh, thanks to Kimmy, um, who drew a safety car on like lap one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Mercedes did not screw up a pit stop. So, your wild card was also wrong. Fair enough. Uh, but two two things I wanted to talk about real quick before we get into Spain. One, oh, that's right. You had news. Yeah, I mean these aren't really news. One of them is a rumor, and the other one is like a something we should we should think about. Um, well, th- there's two things. One is a tire thing that I feel like I have to do more research on as to whether or not the qualifying regulations as to what tire you have to stop on it seems like it's helping the cars at the front more than it's helping the midfield. Like everybody who started on soft was like doing great at the beginning of this race, but that goes into all the tire stuff we talked about. But with Checo, should they still require you to to have two different sets of tires and make a pit stop during a race? 
You mean like should should you absolutely have to pit during the race? Yeah, because right now you have to because you have to use two sets of tires, two different right. sets, two different sets of tires. If they eliminated mandatory pit stops, like, do you think that would be a good thing? Do you think it would make things more competitive? Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Um, because I think, I mean, I wonder what that does to the safety level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, at what point is it like you have to switch tires? Like you have to use two, uh, not just to keep the every, the playing field level, but like if people are really going for it, and then you start getting racy. You know, if you're if you, you know, like Checo is a good example, but if you're like Danny Ricardo who pit way late. Like mm -hmm. he pit really late also. And he went from starting what 16th yep. to being in the top five. Um, you know, you, you see him kind of uh, like if, if somebody like him or like a even more inexperienced driver um, started getting racy in the last like five or six laps and you shred a tire up because they're 60 laps old, then you know, not only do you potentially cause an accident, but, you know, the, the race might have to finish under safety car. I don't know. I think the, I feel like the repercussions of doing that outweigh the positives of, of the level of competition. Yeah. I think I'm inclined to agree. Um, but I, but it was something I was thinking about with Checo out in the lead, him keeping race pace on medium tires that, he had had from the beginning of the, that were like, you know, 70 laps old on lap 66 or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was just something I was thinking about. Cause like, I wonder if you could design a car, like if you were like, Oh, we're doing no pit stops the whole season. And like you, you build a car from the ground up with that in mind. Like, I wonder what that does. You know what I mean? Crazy. Cause I mean, all things considered if Checo was on hards, he easily could have made that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like no sweat. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it would, it would do more harm than good. I also just like pit stops. I just think they're fun. Uh. <laughs> For sure. I mean, well, it, it definitely, it definitely throws uh, another variable into mm -hmm. everything. Like yep. how many times have we seen it that like somebody screws up putting a wheel on and you cost somebody five or six seconds yeah. this week. Um, it was Ricardo because he he uh, came in and slid over the line, so the the guys weren't lined up exactly right to uh, put his tires on, so that you know it just changes the whole rhythm of the pit stop yeah. and adds like five seconds to the stop. Or uh, even even closer than that, I think Valtteri lost a position um, because Mercedes, <laughs> yeah. Mercedes had to get a pit stop under three seconds and his was like three and a half. And mm -hmm. in that amount of time, I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Checo or something, but like got around it and passed him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's just like, that's, you know, that's what it is, man. Like that's, that's a, a tough, tough thing to, to do. So I think pits are rad. I think they're kind of necessary. Um, one thing that I wasn't happy about this week, by the way, was the flag waver in the back of the pack at the <laughs> beginning of the race. He was super unenthused. And uh, I want the FIA to know that if they're listening to this, like I will be an enthusiastic flag waver. I'm starting they my should, campaign. They should have given him a five-second penalty where he had to stay out five seconds longer waving the flag. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like make him stand in the middle of the track for five seconds on yeah. lap like 30. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, yeah right he would die so then the other the rumor i wanted to bring to your attention i believe this comes out of the daily mail in the uk which is a you know yeah less than reputable <laughs> news source so i'm putting all of this in like quotes uh mercedes is considering looking at other driver options other than valtteri bottas uh as a mid-season replacement whoa really yeah you read that, that supposedly 
supposedly they've already told Bottas that he's done after this year. It, and they may even move move up Russell early is like the, the the rumor that the Daily Mail, again, it could be like one person at Mercedes that they talked to that they mistranslated from German. It could be that they I just mean, made it up. But yeah, they could have also not spoken to anyone and just been like, oh, yeah. I heard. Right. You know, like they're just trying to stir some shit. But, you know, um, I mean, it's it's uh, shit stirring that I thought was worthy of bringing up because it's something we've we've talked about before yeah yeah um i uh i mean well last race when not this past week but the week before a couple weeks before when uh george and valtteri had that that accident Mm -hmm. um toto was quoted as saying that george is just too anxious to get in the mercedes and then this week uh, George qualifies in 11th, uh, 0.05 behind getting into Q1 or Q3. Um, and you know, had a, had a okay race, you know, finished pretty, pretty low. Um, but he's, he, he blamed on the wind, which, you know. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're in a, you're in a Williams. I mean, it kind of is what it is at that point. Yeah. Um, that was my but, thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, if, if his race in that Mercedes last year showed anything, uh, it's that that kid in a good car can, can sail around that track. And I mean, if mid season, they throw him in a Mercedes and he competes the way he did last year, I mean, then, you know, Max and Checo are going to have somebody way more significant to keep their eye on. And, and I feel like way less predictable. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's very interesting to me. And I feel like, you know, if Bottas keeps performing like he did this week, it won't happen, obviously. Um, You know, and if anything, it feels like that rumor came out of the race before, as opposed to this past weekend, because, you know, it's really about him earning points. If he's sitting in that top four consistently and he's keeping Mercedes over Red Bull in the Constructors' Championship, then, you know, I think I think his his seat is safe for the rest of the season, at least. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think it would be, I mean, I know that, that racing's just, you know, all business, but I think it'd be pretty fucked up of Toto to take Bottas out of that seat if he's getting top fives, you know. But yeah, not right. for nothing. I mean, they did the same shit to Albon. They right. gave him boot real fast, and he was finishing top ten every race. So yeah, and you know, they only signed him to one more year. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. If he doesn't start showing up, he's going to have a real problem. Uh, um, all right. You want to talk about Spain? Do I ever? España. <laughs> uh, the Circuit de Barcelona, Catalonia. Um, 4.675 kilometer. Uh, it's going to be a 66 lap race. Uh, the first Grand Prix was in 1991. It is a, a, a pretty boring track typically um normally a a pretty straightforward and uh and safe race um last year uh lewis won max second uh valtteri third uh we didn't see a whole lot of excitement um mac or lewis was 24 seconds ahead of max who was 20 seconds ahead of Valtteri. And then everybody from fourth place down was at least a lap down. Um, Yeah. And this is one of those tracks. It's almost a shame that it's back to back with uh, Monaco because like looking at where people finished and where people started, you know, Max passed Bottas, but like the top five were the top five. Just in a slightly, a slightly different order. Like Stroll passed Perez. Verstappen passed Bottas, and that was you went from qualifying to the end of the race. Yeah, um, you know there wasn't a ton of even further down. There wasn't a ton of movement around. Um, 
you know, Vettel made up, made up some places, you know, Gasly yeah. made up a place, but like, it's, you know, it's just not an exciting circuit in my mind. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for the race regardless, but, but yeah, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any real fireworks this week. Um, uh, pretty much, you know, where you qualify is where you're going to, where you're going to end up. Hopefully, unless it rains, unless it <laughs> rains. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the, the races are a little closer. Um, mm-hmm. the interesting thing is that, you know, uh, racing point was four or five last year. Um, and they are now Aston Martin and man, I don't know. I don't foresee Aston Martin getting four or five this well, year. That, that goes into my first question to you, actually. <sighs> What's your first question? Uh, will Aston Martin recover? Um, because I just feel like I was looking at the results from last year and I was like, man, Racing Point was like really up there. What happened to those guys? All right. They painted the car green and they made it slow. Yeah, they made it real slow. Um, I don't think so. I don't think it happens this week. Um, I just, I just don't, I mean, like what we were talking about that breakdown before of, of the top four teams, mm-hmm. if racing point put it this way, I think if racing point finishes in the top 10 this week, I'll be, I'll be kind of surprised. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's a shame. And also how did I say racing point? I meant Aston Martin. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to correct you, but, uh, <laughs> How pissed do you think Sebastian Vettel is on a scale of one to 10? Like, do you think he's more uh, frustrated be- because he jumped team? Like, the, like, you know, he went to them. Or do you think he's less pissed because they're not Ferrari who should know better? <laughs> um, that's a good question, man. I honestly don't really know. I feel like. I feel like his frustration level has to be super, super fucking high, though. I mean, it's got to suck to be in the twilight years of your career. And, like, you just it's just not fucking happening. Like, you're with Ferrari, and it's not happening, you know? And then you go to Aston Martin, and it's just not happening. Um, I, I mean, I bet, I bet Lawrence Stroll is fucking fuming um yeah he's probably he's not a happy billionaire right now yeah he's not he's not fun to be around ever uh during this season so far um i would no you know what i take it back i think that if i saw if i saw vettel in the top 10 i think that that would be not shocking but it would be like ninth or tenth um i think if i saw either of them eighth or higher that would blow my mind but I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's I, – I think that if Aston Martin has both cars in the top 10, you're looking at, like, that's going to happen sometime mid-season when they start to get their shit together. Right. Um, or there was a big crash on, like, turn one, lap one. Yeah, exactly. Like, wiped everybody out. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, I think uh, Alpine is probably going to have another good week. They look like they're they're starting to get their stride a little bit, um, and we'll see. I mean, we'll see how they qualify. But if they both qualify well, then wouldn't be wouldn't be surprising to see them uh, pop into the pop into the top ten again. That'd be great. I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, are we doing questions now? Are we going back yeah. and forth? Yeah, yeah. rock. Go for it. Uh. So, okay. So like, I'll ask him out of order, um, sort of in relation to what you just asked though, uh, does Yuki have any redemption this week? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Uh, because I feel like Yuki's issue the last two races seem to be that he, like he's been having some track issues also. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just they called him on like the like like what was it like the eighth or tenth lap? They were like, "Yo, like stop going out of the track on me." Yeah. So I think that him having tested really well, like I, I remember him doing really well in testing at Barcelona um, preseason. Mm-hmm. So I feel like coming to a track that he's been on before, he's driven around 
for i feel like that's just a the little bit of like grip that he needs to hold on to uh to to have a better race i think yeah. i think this is a this is a time where he can step in that's being said i think he's probably going to do not great at monaco <laughs> for the same reason i think that's probably a pretty fair assessment um yeah that's that's accurate i think he's gonna probably fuck monaco up pretty good um because that's that's all about where you qualify and like he can qualify well i just feel like like just having driven monaco like on my xbox once or twice it's the scariest thing like even virtually it's just you can't you can't screw up because there are no if there are no going off track limits there are going into the wall yeah, that's such an absurd race. Like, Man, it's they should so, find like, a way to get Mazepin not to just for everyone else's like benefit. Yeah, they're gonna be like, can we not? Like, they just ultimately vote like Mazepin, you're not in this one. Like, you can't just, even you can't qualify with us. You can't just, practice with us. Just stay away. Yeah, don't even come close. Maybe he's gonna fucking crash. Maybe look at the country to like deny him entry or something. Yeah, right, dude. I guarantee Haas like gives him just like the cheapest parts they're like he's gonna fucking break this car yeah like, he's gonna break the car uh, and his dad's paying for it so we can't get too mad about it yeah right so, uh what's your next question will anyone who's not driving a mercedes or a red bull get a podium no sorry lando i don't think yeah, so. Either. i don't think so i don't think this is the week i think like you said unless they're well, I mean, again, I I don't foresee because last year uh, Leclerc was the only one that didn't finish the race, and it wasn't because of an accident; it was because mm-hmm. of of car failure. Um, so I think if you don't see any real car failures with either of the Red Bull or Mercedes, then like, then no, not a chance. You know, but mm-hmm. if, if there's no if there's no car failure, then um, then uh, no, no, no way. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, so that ties into sorry, it's late. Sorry. That ties into uh, what we were talking about just now. Uh, do you think there will be any? Um, even virtual safety cars or safety cars because a virtual, if like, if a car dies on the track, then they would pull out a virtual. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, if, it's, if it's safe to, pa- to pass it and they don't need to, everybody to slow down so they can like get to it, you know, like if Kimmy had right. just pulled off without all the debris on the track, it would have been a virtual safety car. For sure. Um, but do you think there will be either a virtual safety car or a safety car this weekend? Uh, I do not. I think it's going to be yeah. classic, boring F1 race. I say that with love, but like... So much love. So much love. Boring as shit. I yeah, love it. And I, 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 I can't get enough. Like, I like when the races are exciting and when it's competitive. But like, I just really do love watching the cars go around. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so <laughs> fun. It's so fun. Um, and honestly, like, I, I, I prefer a clean race. It's, I don't... I like it. I mean, like, we've said it a hundred times. I like all of the teams and I don't mm-hmm. like to see any of them lose a car. And, you know, even if it's to a uh, uh, mechanical failure, mm-hmm. um, but obviously I don't, I don't like seeing anybody crash. Um, I want people to be okay. And I want the race to finish well. Um, right. Ideally it's, it's, are all 20 cars finish and Mercedes messes up their pit stops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be what's up. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, that was my question. It's your turn. Uh, will uh, Alpha, Romeo, Williams, or Haas score a point? Nope. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> Not even close. Not even almost. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think it, unless they start giving points to like... I don't think any of those teams will finish on the lead. Below. Yeah. Yeah. No, not, not, a, not a chance. Not right. a chance. Um. Does Ferrari screw up their pit stops again? Uh, screw up their tire strategy or screw up their pit stops? Uh, tire strategy. Their tire strategy. Um, no, I don't, I don't think they do. Uh, I don't know if that's going to help. 
Uh, I still don't think I don't think we're going to see a Ferrari in the top five. Regardless. Wow, really? Yeah, because you got it, it'll be two Mercedes, two Red Bull, uh, and a and Lando in the top five. Wow, wow. So then you know Leclerc or well, I could see Leclerc or Science in in fifth or, or in sixth rather. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. I just don't think they I, the the car still doesn't look as fast as it should. Yeah, that's right. I would agree there. I think uh, I think they they're getting their straight line speed back, but it's not it's not where it should be. What do you got? Uh, that's that, those are all the questions I had. Oh yeah, okay. I uh, I only have uh, two more, but one is going to lead right into the uh, the other one. Um, is Mazepin over a minute behind his teammate at the end of this race? I don't think it's over a minute. I can see it being over 30 seconds. Hmm. Okay. But I don't think it's quite I'm, I don't think it's quite a minute. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Because I think that this is a, <laughs> a boring enough straight line race that uh, that he's going to be over a minute behind Schumacher by the end of this race. I gotcha. Right. So you're saying without a safety car to bunch them back together, yep. he's just gonna be yeah. Out there trying to keep the car on the track. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, And then leading right into our predictions, does Max Verstappen keep the fight going and get a win over Lewis Hamilton this week? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And this is going to lead us into into our predictions, which I'm getting pretty – Sure does. I'm getting pretty excited about. Cool, man. Hit me with yours. All right. So, poll. Uh, I'm going to say Max takes the poll. Yeah. Because he technically was the faster car uh, in Portugal. I think yep. he's, he's going to get a poll. I, I think it'll be uh, – I don't think Lewis will get his 100th poll this weekend. Wow. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Stuck I at 99. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think that would be so fucking rad. They're just like, Ugh. um, yeah, cool. Okay, go on, go well, on. What about you? Who do you? Who, oh, who's taking the poll? Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think Max is going to get the poll because I think he's going to show up uh, furious because of the track limit stuff. I think for the first three practices, you're going to see him relentlessly keeping that car on the track and on its path and flying around. I think he's going to start really pushing himself. Uh, and I think this week is going to be the week that we see it. I think he's going to, I think he's going to fly through there. I think he's going to get the pull furthermore. I think Bottas is going to be second. And I think Lewis is going to start third. Uh, I'm going to put that as your wild card actually. Okay. Sure. Uh, I can't remember the last time Lewis started not on the front row. Um, wasn't it just like a couple weeks ago? Was it? I don't know. Uh, this pandemic has completely whatever trace of memory I had left left for things is just completely destroyed. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I think I've asked you when you're going to be queer like seven times. That's also though because I'm excited to go over your house and watch Monaco. Oh, same, same, dude. We're gonna um, we're gonna eat so much food, and I'm gonna bring champagne. It's gonna be and great. We're gonna shoot it at each other at the end, and <laughs> your your wife's gonna be so mad. If we do it outside, the, she won't care. No, we're gonna be in the living room. No, that'll be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um. Yeah, I'm trying. There was a time that Lewis started fifth in Austria, um, in like 2007. No, last year because that yellow flag thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. But anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. So I think it's gonna be Max, Valtteri, Lewis to start the top three. And then uh, my podium is gonna be Max, Lewis, Lando Norris. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. You're doing it, huh? I'm doing it. I'm doing I'm going You're for doing it. it. You're doing it. You're really doing it. <laughs> um I'm inclined to agree that Max wins. Mm-hmm. I think uh he sets up that 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 two, you know, win and win. I think they both win. Uh that's really exciting to me. Um I do think Lewis finishes second. Man, that's really hard. I'm going to I'm going to put Checo on the podium again. I want yeah. him to see, I want to see right. him get on that podium. I almost went Checo and then I was like Lando. You know what? We're gonna do Lando. We're gonna yeah. do Lando. We're gonna we're gonna take a big a big big stab at it and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I uh yeah, man. I'm so curious because there's so many questions. You know what I mean? Like because mechanical issues hit every car every year. Mm-hmm. Um, with Mercedes, it seems to always be Valtteri's car. Always. Uh, with Red Bull, it always seems to not be Max's car. Well, um, but no, it, Max but has it has gotten him a couple of times. Yeah, he's gotten yeah. his fair share for sure. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's he's got it like Lewis. He's gotten his fair share. Um, but I know that somebody's going to suffer some heartbreak soon with a car uh, just giving out. Um, I hope it's not Ferrari, but I feel like it's going to be Ferrari. I'm mainly talking about the top four teams. Um, I think it's probably going to be Ferrari. Uh, McLaren looks really consistent and really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that Red Bull's cars stay moving. I hope that I hope that there's obviously no mechanical issues at all. But just knowing the little that I do know about all of this, it's like I feel like it's coming. You know, that's, that's why I'm taking my wild card as Ferrari has one DNF. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it's because of a mechanical issue. Um. Yeah, that's fair. And then I, I have you, Lewis, starting in third as your wild card. That's yeah. That's pretty wild card yeah. behavior. So, uh, yeah, man. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good race. Uh, I think it's gonna be a clean race. Uh, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see him go around the track. What's yeah. the? Do you know what the weather looks like? For- um, I haven't looked, but let me. I can. I can pull. see barcelona weather uh it might rain actually no they do that to us every week and i just don't believe i know it i they can barely tell us when it's going to rain here i mean not that it should make a difference yeah. but <laughs> yeah and it looks like it looks like it doesn't start raining until like the evening yeah. afternoon evening because okay. what time what time is the race uh, uh race is one o'clock our time so it's like or no, no it's 10 a.m our time so it's like 9 a.m. our time. 9 a.m. All right, I gotta. <laughs> I mean, I'm up at like 6:30 anyway. So yeah, right. It doesn't really matter. I'm already <laughs> up for it. Uh, uh, Spain timetable. Uh, it yeah, it's like... only. They're like they're like five-ish hours ahead. So. Um, uh, fifteen. Like... So three o'clock. Three o'clock. Okay. Three o'clock to five o'clock. So Those it'll are- be it'll be one where like that one dude on Alphatar is like sitting there and he's like, uh, no, no rain, no rain, Pierre, no rain, Pierre. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, it looks know. like I don't know, man. If uh, if this holds up, it looks like that's when it's supposed to start raining. Is rated about three o'clock, four o'clock. So and I will say, Spain has had some great rain racing. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. that was the one where um, I'm pulling it. I'm trying to pull it up, but there was that's the wrong article. Um, let's see. Uh, the way that these things are organized on Wikipedia is like not super helpful. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's in 1991. Uh, Senna and Mansell like did that side by side all the way down that front straight, um, oh, and then Schumacher had that whole race where he uh, only had fifth gear in 1994, oh, and then wow. in '96 he had his first win as a Ferrari driver 
during like a horrendous rainstorm no way yeah Um, crazy so that's it'll be fun you know i was thinking about with like between alonzo and kimmy and seb like there's a lot of ex ferrari drivers like uh oh yeah in the circuit this year which is just interesting they've made their way they've made their way through the rounds i think a bit um yeah, man. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm looking yeah, I'm forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited for Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you want to wrap us up? I sure do. Uh, this is You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at FEAF1Pod. Uh, and you can email us at FEAF1, that's O-N-E, at gmail.com. Uh, we are part of the Movie John Podcast Network. Uh, with such great shows as Butter for That, and I saw it in a movie. Uh, what are you guys covering now? And I saw it in a movie. Uh, we just did uh, an episode about career advice, um, and then we uh, the most recent one we did was about going back to back out into the world uh, as you get vaccinated, and a movie movies for advice uh, to cope with that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. That's uh that's such a fun show for for finding good advice wherever you may need it. Um and then uh Rosalie just came back uh with her uh new episode of Cinematic Crypt. Mm-hmm. Um that's going to drop soon. Uh, drop today as we're recording. So today. if you're yeah, if you're listening oh, perfect. to this, it's out there. Um that's her like um, scripted show. She puts a ton of work into it. It's really awesome. Oh, it's super good. Yeah. Uh, and um, Killer Bees, I- I'm loving. I think that they have a great show going. I really mm-hmm. enjoy listening to that one. Uh, but then there's all the other ones. I love, like to move a movie, uh, all of them. So there's something out there for everybody. Yep. And if you, if you like a podcast, whether it's this one, whether it's any of the other ones on the Movie John Podcast Network or any podcast, if you want to help them out and do it for free, just leave a rating, leave a review on iTunes, especially. It just helps other people find the yeah. show. It's an easy way to show your support. And we thank whoever is going to do that for us. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, hit that follow button. So everybody's on Spotify now too. So yep. uh, follow them on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. That being said, uh, you can find me, at ian or whatever on instagram ryan where can we find you you can find me at silver or whatever or silver whatever not or whatever yeah i'm just <laughs> so uh... silver whatever on you know instagram uh letterbox twitter you know i pretty much have it wherever hell yeah oh, i got it locked down and uh this is fya f1 and we will see you in barcelona f yeah